Morning, January 17th, the 20th day in the month of Teves, 5780. This is an Erev JM in the AM for Erev Shabbos Parsha Shmos. We're going to call candle lighting this evening at 4.37 p.m. in the New York, New Jersey area. And uh, let's call 419 in Jerusalem, Israel. This is Mark Zamek sitting in as Nachum Siegel takes a few well-deserved days off. We're going to have a great edition, a great Erev Shabbos edition of J.M. and the M and J.M. and the A.M. coming up over the next three hours. So sit back, relax, and stay tuned, especially for those of you who are inclined to get up a little later because you're on vacation as the Yeshiva Week uh, winter vacation is upon us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a Friday edition of J.M. and the A.M. We have so much planned for you this morning in the way of great Jewish music. You're not going to want to miss it. So, hey, why don't we get right to it? We open up this Arab Shabbos show, well, with Modani, of course, but now we turn to Shulam Lemmer, the Shira Choir, and the Sababa Band with Uvioma Shabbos. It's Jam in the AM on the Nachum Single Network. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Oh, 
Shemoy, the Yochoi Nam, 
fue mejor. Hoy en mi México es mejor. Que vean que no. Soy fría. Hoy sí.
They are the Waldman Brothers, a very nice rendition of Shalom Aleichem. This is Mark Zamek sitting in for Nachum Siegel on Friday's JM in the AM. That's right. The week is over. Friday is here. Erev Shabbos is upon us. It's January 17th, the 20th day in the month of Teves. Erev Shabbos, Parsha Shmos. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. Nachum taking a couple days off. Yoni Pollock ably handling the uh, hosting duties yesterday. Thank Yoni for that. Uh, Matis Weingast hosting the, uh, um, handling the hosting duties with God's help on Tuesday. And uh, also, certainly, we hope with God's help, I will be handling this show on Monday as well. Monday is going to be an interesting one, so stay tuned for that. Well, today is going to be interesting. Still about two and a half hours to go, so you don't want to throw away this one just yet. So it could go in the record books, as I say, either Radio Gold or crash and burn. You never know. Um, but the only way you'll figure it out is to stay tuned and stick it out for the whole show. Thank you all for tuning in. Candlelighting 437 in the New York, New Jersey area. 419 Jerusalem. I've I've gotten into the custom of um, mentioning candlelighting uh, in uh, certainly in New York where we are or the New York area where we are and in Jerusalem, Israel, the holy city of Jerusalem. Uh, on the Arab Shabbos show, I will also throw in whatever times uh, in whatever cities my children are in that Shabbos. But we're stuck now with the New York City area, Jerusalem, Israel. We got together last night. I'll tell you about that a little bit later. Um, the weather today is cold. I know you're shocked because it's the winter. The New York Post this morning uh, certainly was shocked, shocked, shocked. They can't even believe that it's actually 32 degrees. It might even snow on uh, on Shabbos. They uh, they can't believe it. Just shocked. I mean, I guess after a 60 degree, you know, a few 60 degree weekends in a row, uh, who knew that we could have winter in the middle of January? And uh, for all of our listeners heading down to. Uh, the uh, warmer climbs, they are more than happy, I'm sure, that uh, that it's uh, cold up here. But, uh, hey, it's winter. Can't be surprised. Luckily, we got new windows last year. So we're nice and toasty warm here in the Teaneck Studios of JM the A. And what do we got coming up for you next? Let's see. Ah, the great Dudu Fisher. This is Ms. Marshir Leoma Shabbos from his Shabbat Shalom release. This is Mark Zamek, JM in the AM at NachumSingle.com.
בשבת, טוב להודות להשם, ולזמר לשמך עליון, ולזמר לשמך עליון. מזמור שיר ליום השבת, טוב להודות להשם, ולזמר לשמך עליון, ולזמר לשמך
David Burson, also known as Chazan. Chaim David Burson, say that three times fast. He is the uh, Chazan at the uh, Kehila Jeshurun, also known as KJ on the Upper East Side. This is Mark Zamek. I am sitting in for the vacationing Nachum Siegel, um, trying to make sure I remember not to say Erev Shabbos show, although this is an Erev Shabbos show, as it is Erev Shabbos Parashat Shemot, 17th day in the month of January, the 20th day in the month of Teves. Let's see, Dafyomi this morning up to 14. You'd dial it in brachos. It's not too late. You're only two weeks into the new cycle. So if you haven't started uh, yet, it's uh, plenty of time to catch up between now and the next 2,711 days. We are in cycle number three here in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's cold today. That's right. Today, it's going to be sunny. About uh, 33 degrees is all we could expect. And uh, tonight, they're expecting some snow, or low tomorrow, expecting some snow. But the uh, range of temperature tomorrow, not hitting even 40 degrees. And on Sunday, mostly sunny, 40, uh, about 40 degrees. So whatever snow we expect in the New York, New Jersey area tomorrow, and I think the line is... Uh, heading right up 95. I don't even know how the weather knows where the highways are, but it always seems that the maps coincide with uh, 287 or 95 north of this, west of... I don't know how they figure it out. Anyway, um, they expect only a couple inches of slushy messiness on Shabbos, but hopefully you'll all be warm and toasty in your homes or warm and toasty in your uh, vacation spots. I guess for those of you traveling Saturday night or Sunday on winter vacation, check your local schedules to see what is going on. You know, this song that I'm going to play next, I believe, used to be, before it's time to say good job, is the, clo- the closing theme of Jamie the Animal, or maybe even uh, the Hebrew and Jewish program, as it might have been known. 
at that time. Should have a, an inside baseball conversation with Nachum one day. But this is Diaspora Yeshiva Band. It's an appropriate song to play today. It's called Shabbat Shalom. This is Mark Zamek. This is an Arab Shabbos edition of Jamie the AM at NachumSiegel.com. A little peace, a day of rest and ease. Man's a king, but in his humble place. Shabbat Shalom. It's nice to be at home. Shabbat Shalom. It's nice to be.
Sim Kaliner, an unbelievable rendition of Mim Komcha. It's really an amazing song, which I totally did not appreciate um, until just a few years ago. Maybe the uh, maybe it was Yitzhak Mayer Helfgott or uh, or one of those uh, Yankee Lemmer, who now nah, probably maybe Helfgott or somebody like that, um, who who. Uh, caused me to appreciate that and work uh, pretty hard to see if I could pull that off in shul. I've done it success. I've tried it many times, done it successfully a couple of those many times. Not an easy song to pull off, uh, especially when you're trying not to repeat words. But anyway, it's Mark Zamek. I'm sitting in for Nachum Siegel. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of Jam in the AM. I think for um, for many years when uh, those of us who uh, regularly sat in, actually more regularly, sat in for Nachum when he went away, our, our uh, at least subconscious intent was to do our best to imitate him. Uh, now that I have my own show every week, I'm not sure that uh, I'm trying to uh, imitate him as much as I'm trying to imitate me, or at least remember that there are two different shows. How do you make two shows that are essentially three hours long that also just feature Arab Shabbos music, especially just in this one? Sound different. I'm not sure that I'm being successful doing that. I am just hoping, with the big sign in front of me, to remind me not to say this is the Arab Shabbos show. But, in fact, technically it is an Arab Shabbos show, just not the Arab Shabbos show. You are tuned to JM in the AM, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com, and, of course, the great NSN app. Thank you all for tuning in um also for those of you i guess i'm going to reference it because if i'm not if i'm not going to plug my own show today on a friday edition of jam in the am then there's no other time that i that this show that my show is going to get plugged as much so one of the things that i try to do oh well, sorry um certainly <clears throat> sorry certainly uh we play as much Arab Shabbos music as we can, but I also find myself getting obsessed with certain artists and certain songs, and they get played over and over again for some time until something else comes and uh, strikes my fancy. So this week's obsession is Moshe Tischler. Thank uh, David and Cindy for turning me on uh, to Moshe Tischler. Uh, pulled down some videos off the internet and uh, playing some of his songs over the past few days. So this is uh, a few songs. The middle one is definitely a Shabbos song, a medley of uh, Moshe Tischler's uh, playing some songs on the bandstand. So a young up-and-coming wedding singer, as they say, uh, who I am now obsessed with. Moshe Tischler continues on an Arab Shabbos edition of Jamie the AM at NachumSeagull.com.
Yisrael from Simcha Liner from his uh, Kol HaKavod, his latest release. This is Mark Zamek. It's an Erev Shabbos edition of Jam in the AM. I am sitting in for Nachum Siegel on Erev Shabbos Parsha Shemos. We're going to call candlelighting 437 in the New York, New Jersey area, 419 Jerusalem, Israel on this Erev Shabbos Parsha Shemos. Thank you all for tuning in. I, uh, um, I am the arbiter at the Nachum Siegel Network, I think, of uh, what is and what is not an Erev Shabbos song or an Erev Yemtif song. Actually, interestingly enough, if you are a uh, tuner-inner of the uh, Erev Shabbos show, which I host every Thursday night, which replays Friday morning and Friday afternoon, we uh, we discovered uh, Malocha Alam Kulo, which we all associated with Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, is actually now considered a Hanukkah song as well. Go back and listen to the archives for that one. I think we talked about it on the show right after Hanukkah. Anyway, um, I have decided, though, uh, we'll see how long this one lasts because it requires a little bit more preparation. I have decided to expand the purview of Erev Shabbos, shows, uh, Erev Shabbos songs or appropriate songs for the day. Let's expand that definition to include songs that appear in the Dafyomi, in or around in or around the day that we're playing. So that's Shema Yisrael, which is, of course, an Erev Shabbos song because it includes Huel Okenu uh, from Musaf Kedusha. But the Gemara actually today, yesterday, tomorrow, the next uh, few days, talking about uh, Kriyat Shema, saying Shema in the three paragraphs and what what uh, is uh, required and what is optional and uh, what we do in the morning and what we do at night and stories about different rabbis and how they uh, they recited Kriya Shema uh, and all the technical difficulties about when and how to say Shema. So uh, that is an appropriate song from Simcha Liner, not only because it's an Arab Shabbos song, but also because it is a Dafyomi song. That's right. Um, again, I I am a fan of Dafyomi. That's right. I am in my third cycle now, beginning the th- cycle number three of Dafyomi. Find it pretty rewarding, uh, especially now because there are so many resources out there to help. The OU is making a huge, a huge effort behind their uh, all Daf app. From the OU, you can search for it either in the Android store or the uh, the Google Play store or in uh, the iTunes store. Those apps are free, and there are a tremendous amount of resources. I had the opportunity two weeks ago this Sunday with my dad to attend the opening uh, shear for the first stuff in the new cycle in uh, Keter Torah, also known as Romer. Uh, Rabbi Yosef Adler from uh, Renat and TABC gave the introduction then uh, the Dafyomi Shir was given by Rabbi Shalom Rosner, and then Rav Herschel Shechter, Rosh Shiva Yu, gave a, uh, a more Be'iyun Shir about certain aspects of the opening Daf and Brachos. It was very informative. A lot of people there, really happy to see. We also have a good uh, a good handful, good half dozen people who joined our Shir and B'nai Yishurin. Uh We hope they stick it out. Uh, uh, brachos, which is... 
uh, I want to say easier, but certainly very different than NIDA, which we, we just uh, concluded a little while ago. But uh, different, more interesting, I guess, for the day-to-day person and certainly uh, very practical in terms of the things that we have to do around Tfila, et cetera, and certainly a lot of stories and a lot of discussion about uh, philosophy and how it plays into our lives over the course of the next few weeks of Brachos. Early March, we are already in to Shabbos. They just keep going off the whole yom, as the song goes. We're going to call candlelighting in the New York, New Jersey area. Uh, 419 Jerusalem, Israel. And um, uh, why don't we get back to the music? Uh, this is uh, an Arab Shabbos song, Diaspora Yeshiva Band. Yismach Moshe, an oldie but a goodie. If you've never heard of it, listen carefully. This is a real great song. It'll stick in your head for a while, and uh, probably when uh, you um, uh, say Shimon Esrei, this song should pop into your head every once in a while. It's an Arab Shabbos. Oh, sorry. See, I did it. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of Jame in the AM. Mark Zamek sitting in for Nachum Siegel at NachumSiegel.com. Yismach Moshe B'matinat chelko Ki yebed ne'eman Kerat Yismach Moshe B'matinat 
brand new music from the Y Studs uh, from their Evolution release, which came out around Hanukkah time. It's Mark Zamek. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of Jam and the Am, the 20th day in the month of Teves, the yard site of Rabbi Moshe ben Maimon, also known as the Rambam, on the 20th day in the month of Teves. Arab Shabbos Parsha Shmos, 437 candlelighting in the New York area, 419 in Jerusalem, Israel. Check your local listings for uh, times in your area, as they say. Community calendar events. Let's see. We have, oh, wow, Columbus, Ohio. Community Kolel has their winter learning kickoff with Rabbi Yisachar Frand on the 19th, which is uh, this coming Sunday. Hopefully Rabbi Frand will get there despite whatever inclement weather we're going to have on the East Coast. The 25th in uh, of January, the Hevra Ahavas Yisrael, uh, also known as C-A-Y. They have a Soul Farm concert in Brooklyn. And on February 2nd, next week, the Park East Day School, the Super Bowl concert with the Maccabees on Sunday on uh, Super Bowl. Well, is that February 2nd? I guess it's Super Bowl Sunday, two weeks away when everybody is back from vacation, as they say. A couple other things uh, worth mentioning this morning as we try to click around here on the myriad of computer screens I have in front of me. Following James the Aim this morning, Naomi Nachman welcomes guests Gila Glassberg. She is a certified intuitive eating counselor, Alex Rappaport of Maspia fame, and author Sharon Maten to discuss her cookbook, Shabbos Under Pressure. Probably should be called Pre-Shabbos Under Pressure because we should have no pressure on Shabbos. Following Naomi Nachman is the third installment, the third re- the third replay, no, the second replay, the third uh, time it's airing of the Erev Shabbos show, hosted by me. That's right. I host an Erev Shabbos show every week. So if you are listening to me right now and you are liking the music selections that I am picking, you should uh, make sure you tune in either at 7 p.m. on Thursday night, uh, 3 a.m. Friday morning, or uh, 10 a.m. Friday morning. Uh, those are all, times are all Eastern, or whenever you like. Uh, of course, don't forget the uh, fact that Kedem sponsors all of our Erev Shabbos music mixes, including the Erev Shabbos show. Saturday night, Siegel with our Ami Finkelstein. This coming Saturday night, of course, Rabbi, Elier, uh, Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler on uh, the Torah portion of the week. And um, and then Sunday morning, of course, Matis Weingast. Matis will also be hosting this show on Tuesday morning next week. I plan to host on Monday. Let's see. Uh, uh, good morning to uh, listener Tina in Montreal. She posts a um, uh, a comment in our NSN app. And, of course, Trucker Yitz. I love those. Uh, I love the uh, the autocorrect probably of an iPhone from Trucker Yitz. Uh, keeping the error of Shabbos program. I'm, I assume he meant the Erev Shabbos program, even in the host's absence. So uh, thanks, Trust, Trucker Yitz, for checking in from uh, wherever he is this week. Um, pretty cold. The winter is upon us. I know, winter's really been here for a month, but uh, it finally hits 32 degrees. Cold weekend, some slushy mess 
in the offing, please make sure that you know where all of your boots and gloves and hats are before Shabbos to make your lives easier tomorrow on the way to shul, or certainly if you decide to go out tomorrow afternoon. It's an Arab Shabbos Parsha Shmoes on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, I got a forwarded email. This is actually a couple months ago, and I've been playing on the Arab Shabbos show from a gentleman named Paul Shapiro. Um, very much a jazz musician, and this is a very much jazz song. And if you are not familiar with our liturgy, you would probably not even notice that there's anything Jewish about that song. But if you listen carefully to the tune of this song, you will likely hear medley, medley, uh, melodies from our Haftorah. And this song is called Haftorah. It's Mark Zamek. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of JM in the AM. I'm sitting in for Nachum Siegel on NachumSiegel.com.
called the Arab Shabbos, Niggin. It's the uh, latest release from Joey Newcomb from his album To Be a Yid. It's Mark Zamek sitting in for Nachum Siegel on an Arab Shabbos edition of Jam in the AM for Arab Shabbos Parsha Shmos. 437 candlelighting in the New York, New Jersey area. 419 in Jerusalem, Israel. It's a cold Arab Shabbos. The uh, coldest one so far in uh, in a few weeks, probably. Did wear my coat a few weeks ago, so we definitely have had a little bit of winter on uh, Shabbos. The only day I notice, because uh, most days you just go from the house to the car into wherever you're going. You don't always need a big, heavy coat, except on Shabbos. Malcolm Holmline must have the same agent as Nachum Sigel, since he has the uh, week off as well. Uh, my assumption is he will return next Shabbos. Of course, Rabbi Yudin, who negotiated his contract way in advance of any of us, he will be here. Um, in about 20 minutes or so, or 30 minutes or so, with his uh, discussion of uh, Arab Shabbos and the weekly Parsha. I think he's in Israel as well, so I know he was last week. So uh, thank you, Rabbi Yudin, for uh, plowing on while, uh, while the main, while, while the uh, A team goes on vacation. Uh, Rabbi Yudin sticks it out with the B team, who's here today for Arab Shabbos Parsha Shmos. I did want to say... Um, I did want to call out something that would be uh, certainly of interest to Nachum and Malcolm in part of their discussions. I know how much Malcolm is uh, dedicated to the understanding and the publication of Jewish history in the Middle East to set the record straight. I noticed an article um, on the Jewish Voice. Uh, Let's see, it was published on the 16th of January, and the title of the article is Ancient Eliyahu Anavi Synagogue in Egypt is Rededicated. An ancient synagogue in Alexandria, Egypt, has been reopened by the government. The process actually began years ago. Sadly, there are no longer very many Jews there to enjoy it. Most of Egypt's Jews took it, uh, took it on the lamb over the last six decades uh, because of uh, friction between Israel and Egypt. Renovation work on the Elio Anavi Synagogue began, built in 1881 started in 2017, a year after the two-story building suffered a partial collapse. The location was the home to a previous synagogue that historians say was erected in 1354. Uh, the synagogue is distinctively archi- is distinctive architecturally, as well as known for its ruby columns and marble floors. The recent rededication of the building took time, and is the result of three years of construction work and several million dollars. The Elio Anavi Synagogue is said to be the last active Jewish house of worship in the coastal city of Alexandria, a a sprawling metropolis that was one time home to as many as 40,000 Jews. Today, there are a handful of Jews living in Alexandria, and estimates put the number of Jews living in all of Egypt at fewer than 20 reported by the JTA. The damage to the synagogue has been going on for some time. Rainwater began leaking through the roof into the women's section of the synagogue about eight years ago, the French news agency AFP reported. The synagogue was forced to close about three years ago after a staircase and a partial roof collapse. Last month, the Antiquities Ministry said in a statement that the renovations included the structural reinforcement of the synagogue, the restoration of its main facade, decorative walls, and brass and wooden objects, and the development of its security and lighting systems. Magda Harun, the leader of Cairo's shrinking Jewish community, only three Jews showed up for the festivities, noted during the ceremony that she was very proud of what my country has done, and it symbolizes living together. Today, 
day, there is no difference between Egyptian Muslim, Christian, and Egyptian Jew. It is a recognition that we have always been here and that we have contributed to a lot of thing, things just like every other Egyptian. With tears in her eyes, she said that she began struggling for years to preserve Jewish heritage in Egypt, and she never thought the Egyptian government would spend the money to rebuild the landmark Sephardi House of Prayer. The Jerusalem Post reported, The Elyon Heavy Synagogue with green and violet stained glass windows and towering marble columns is one of two remaining Jewish houses of worship in Alexandria. you got to see the pictures on this article, I guess if you Google Eliyahu Anavi Synagogue, you'll see some of these pictures, but it really is a spectacular, very Sephardi-looking shul. By that, I mean that the, 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 most of the seats are all facing the center, which is uh, customary, and certainly in the, in the synagogues and the shuls that were built in Europe and many, many of the uh, Sephardi shuls around the world. It's Mark Zomik. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of JM in the AM for Arab Shabbos Parsha Shamos. Um, one of the other things I've been obsessed with lately, and I'm trying to compile them, i got to go into storage. Nachum has all the uh, LPs uh, in a secret location, in a secret underclosed bunker. Uh, and he and I, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, will go seek it out to pull out the old festival albums. I'm going to play a lot more. I think my plan is on Monday to play some of these songs. But this one, this, was, this is an old, I think this is 1979. This goes back that far. 1979, Ron, Ellie, Ron. I thought this would be appropriate for everybody running away for yeshiva vacation. By the way, it turns out not everybody has yeshiva vacation this week. Uh, somebody posted, uh, somebody posted in our app, uh, good Shabbos from the AJA carpool number 255 on behalf of all the other non-yeshiva breakers. That's listener Daniel. He posted that comment. Um, and also listeners from Chicago posting comments in the app. That's great. But anyway, this is Ron Eliran. It's Tfilat Haderech. It's from an old Israeli Hasidic song festival. We'll talk about them all on Monday with God's help on Jame and Anne. But this one is for you, fellow, for you travelers going away for vacation. Uh, this is Mark Zamek. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of Jame and the AM at NachumSiegel.com. Thank you. 
Betis Mejino
זכינו לקבל שבתות מתוך חוב שמחה ומתוך אושר וכבוד ומתוך מיעוט וזכינו לקבל שבתות מתוך אור שמחה ומתוך אושר וכבוד ומתוך מיעוט
Chai singing a song uh, from the great uh, Yessi Green, originally sung by the great Avram Freed. It's Mark Zomix, an Arab Shabbos edition of Jam in the AM. I am sitting in for the vacationing Nachum Siegel. Uh, one of our uh, listeners posted in the app they wanted to know if Nachum went to a YU basketball game. And the answer to that question is no, because the uh, Macs are still on vacation as well. I think they're back next week at some time, or maybe even I saw next Saturday night. I'm actually hoping to go to see, um, what are we calling it, Tyler Hode's final season as a Maccabee, as well as a number of his other friends. I think uh, at some point this week, uh, this year, there might be three or four uh, Max players who are even married as they complete their education at Yeshiva University. Uh, on the YU campus up in Washington Heights. Thank you all for tuning in. 437, candlelighting of the New York, New Jersey area. 419, candlelighting in Jerusalem, Israel. Don't forget, at 9 a.m. after this show, Naomi Nachman appears with uh, a list of amazing guests, so stay tuned for that, followed by the Arab Shabbos show, followed by Harry Rothenberg's vlog, his uh, video Devar Torah that appears following the Arab Shabbos show every Friday around 1 p.m. on the Nachum Siegel Network. And of course, Kedem sponsors our great Arab Shabbos programming and the Arab Shabbos music mix, which goes on and on and on for as long as you'd like to listen to it until whenever candlelighting is in your area. We are thankful, very thankful, that uh, despite the uh, B team taking over here at NSN on uh, Friday morning. Rabbi Yudin does not have the week off. Rabbi Yudin joins us. I think he, Rabbi Yudin is in Israel. And uh, we thank him for every single week for many, many years, longer than any of us have been involved in this program. Rabbi Yudin's around. He is now the Rabbi Emeritus of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlaw, New Jersey. And he joins us, joins us addressing the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Mark. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And let me just say one more time. Good Erev Shabbos from Beit Shemesh and Eretz Yisrael. Um, I am sorry to say that I'm leaving Motzoe Shabbos. So grateful to have been here for these last few weeks. And um, as we begin, Mir Hashem, tomorrow, Sefer Shmos. And we have the privilege of reading tomorrow, Parshas Shmos. I'd like to share with you uh, first the Ramban in his introduction to Sefer Shmos, and then uh, the Netziv, and be able to uh, explain a little bit why this is so uh, emotional for me personally. The Ramban begins by saying the book of Shmos is the Sefer of Golus and Geula. What does that mean? It's the book of our having been in the first exile and our redemption thereof. We were in Mitzrayim, fulfilling God's prophecy to Avram Avinu that that first we were strangers in a land which is not theirs. Then, as we read tomorrow in Parsha Shmos, we were made into slaves. And finally, we were persecuted. And Hashem said to Abraham, 400 years, 
And we know we were only there for 210 years. And that's why, interestingly, pay attention where the Torah tells us in the beginning of Parshas Shmos, that the Egyptians uh, embittered our lives and the trap, the cantillation on Pasuk 14, is Azla, which is almost a kind of joyful note. Wait a second. Why would we be almost singing that they made our lives bitter? So the Vilna Gaon, in his brilliance, points out that the gematria, the numerical value of the two, three words, excuse me, of Kadma the Azla, is 190. And through the hard work that the Egyptians imposed upon us, 190 years out of that 400 was uh, reduced and deducted, and therefore we're only in Mitzrayim 210 years. And so sometimes when things are especially tough, it's only to make the Yeshua, the salvation, all the quicker, all the easier, and all the stronger and better. And now, let's get back to the Ramban's Hakdoma. The Ramban says that Vihine Hagolus, the exile, Enenu Nishlam, is not complete, Adyom Shuvam El Makomam, until they return to their home, to their place, Vilmalas Avosam, and until they reach and are restored with the relationship of their forefathers. When we le- I'm reading, I'm translating. When we left Egypt, even though we had been uh, slaves and left the house of bondage, we were still considered golim, we were still considered in exile. Why? Because they were not in their own land, they were wandering in the desert, but when we came to our Sinai and we made the Mishkan and Hashem restored his Shechina to the Jewish people, then that is considered being in the relief from Galus. That is considered restoring Malas Avosam, basically having the spiritual relationship with Hashem as the Avos had before. I just want to say that I was so privileged yesterday to spend several hours in Shiloh. Shiloh was the place where the Mishkan, the portable sanctuary that they had and accompanied them in the desert, this portable sanctuary was placed by Yoshua in Shiloh. It was there for 369 years. So just like when we had a Beis HaMikdash, every Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkos, there was a fulfillment of a biblical command to come to the Beis HaMikdash. Prior to that, 
the biblical command was fulfilled by going to Shiloh. I spent several hours yesterday in Shiloh. It is so exciting. So exciting to see the synagogue that they built a close as possible replica to the original Mishkan. And you relive Jewish history and you realize you can actually touch the place where the Mishkan was before the Beis Hamikdash, which only gives the visitor there that surety that as we were able to touch the place where the edifice which preceded the first and second Beis Hamikdash, we know that the third Beis Hamikdash is coming. Bimheira biyamenu. I certainly strongly recommend a visit to Shiloh in order for each and every one of you to literally connect with our glorious historical past and Amir Tzashem, our future. The Netziv, in his introduction to Sefer Shmos, quotes the Bahag, the Baal Halochos Gedolos, who says something very fascinating. He says that the book of Shmos, he calls Sefer Hasheni, the, first, the second book. Wait a second. The first book, Bereshis, is called Sefer Hayatzira, the book of creation. And that's pretty understandable. The book of Shmos, he calls Sefer Hashniya, the second book. The third book, he doesn't call Sefer Hashlishi, he doesn't call Vayikra the third book. He calls Vayikra Torah's Kohanim. He doesn't call Bamidbar Sefer Haravi, the fourth book. He calls it Sefer Apakudim. And he doesn't call Devarim Sefer Hamishi. He calls it Mishneh Torah. So the obvious question is why? Why is Shmos called Sefer Hasheni, the second book? And he, the Nitzv goes on to explain that the first book is the Torah teaching us of God implementing creation. And now, what is the purpose of creation? So just as we read at the very beginning of Bereshis, and if you go to the second Rashi on the Torah, Bereshis Bara, what does it mean? So don't tell me that it means in the beginning of God's creating, and you're right, Rashi says, in addition, he quotes the Tanchuma, the Medrash, and the Medrash says, Bereshis, doesn't only mean in the beginning, but Bereshis means why. Why did God create a world? Now take your time at tomorrow night at the Shabbos table and go around the table and ask, why did Hashem create this world? So Rashi suggests two very important reasons that you should definitely talk about. Number one, Bishvil HaTorah Shenikres Reishis. The Torah is called Reishis. For the Torah did God create this world, meaning that he wanted an implementation of Torah, that man should live in accordance with Torah in the highest way possible. So God created a world 
that Torah should be lived. And the second explanation that Rashi gives is that Bishvil Yisrael Shenikru Rashis for the Jewish people that are called Rashis, and therefore God created a world that the Jewish people should live a world of Torah. For that, he created the world. And really, everything which man subsequently brings into this world is to be used for, please God, his living a life of Torah. He could be an architect, an accountant, a businessman, a cook. He can go through A to Z, whatever he is. But as long as he suffuses and fills his life with Torah values, that is implementing the purpose of God's creation. What does it say? Ah, wait a minute. Tonight, Emir Sashem, we're going to recite Kiddush. And in the Vayachulu, um, so we say that God literally completed his work. Now, you need to know the following, that we preface the Kiddush with Vahiyerev Vahivoker Yom Hashishi. Okay, now, there's all kinds of explanations. Vav, okay, you have the initials of Yudke Vavke, of God's name, Vayerev Vayivoker. But more than that, you ready? What you have is that all the other days of creation are Yom Shlishi, Yom Revi'i, Yom Chamishi, and it should be Yom Shishi. What's Hashishi? So the rabbis tell us, Hashishi, the sixth day, is not only the sixth day of creation, but the sixth day of Sivan, that God made a condition to creation. And He said, if the Jewish people will accept my Torah on the sixth day of Sivan, then the world is going to exist. And if not, there's no purpose for this world. And therefore, each and every one of us should realize that just as we recite in our prayers every single day, completing the first blessing before the Shema every morning, and we say in that blessing, Hamachadesh Betuvo, Bechol Yom Tomid Masay Bereshis. Every day God renews Bereshis. So there's a renewal of Bereshis. What does that mean? That God is saying today, I'm creating a new day. What's the purpose of that new day? The same purpose of the first day, which was to bring Torah into this world that Israel should observe a lifestyle of Torah. Well, don't say to yourself, if only I lived in the time of the Vilna Gaon. If only I lived in the time of the Rambam. If only, no, no, no. We are supposed to be right now where we are. And where we are now, each and every one of us has that ability to literally bring God's creation to its purpose. 
How important is your Kiddush? How important is your Shabbos? How important is your mitzvahs that you do man to man? How important is your speech? How important is your Shalom bias? How important is the manner in which you conduct yourself and that you show others that you are a proud observing Jew? What you are doing is you are fulfilling the second book of the Torah, the Elishmos, which means that we are now implementing the whole purpose of creation. Purpose of creation was that the Jewish people should. What do you have in the second book that we have? They come to Sinai, they accept the Torah, they build a Mishkan, they bring God into their homes, into their community, and for this he created the world. What an exciting parsha! Don't think that the parsha is only giving us a glimpse of Jewish history of what happened three and almost uh, three and a half thousand years ago. No, the parsha is talking to us. Thank you, God, for renewing creation today. Thank you, God, for giving us a road map, giving us a ways how we are to live our life. W-A-Z-E and W-A-Y-S. They all come together through our Holy Torah. Ashrenu, how fortunate the Jewish people are that we are able to be the ones to implement God's purpose in this world. Shabbat Shalom to all.
It's called Take Your Shoes Off. It's from Soul Farm, and it's an Arab Shabbos song on an Arab Shabbos edition of Jamie the AM. This is Mark Zomik, in case you're uh, just joining us. I host the Arab Shabbos show, which you'll hear again at 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, I host that show every single week, so I am familiar with what songs get associated with Arab Shabbos, and I'm one of the arbiters at the Nachum Siegel Network of what songs get associated with Arab Shabbos. That's it's just it's too much power for one person to wield. That's all I can say. 437, candle lighting on this Arab Shabbos Parsha Shmos in New York. 419 in Jerusalem, Israel, but check uh, either an app or uh, or the web or your local calendar to make sure you're assessing the time in your area. It's interesting. I was having a conversation with somebody in the gym this week who has uh, high school age children, and uh, we we Jews, we observant Jews, are so focused on time. You can ask your average yeshiva high school student what time sunset is on any given day. What time is sunset today? And he could probably, in a few seconds, figure it out, plus or minus a couple minutes. You ask the same uh, question to your average public public school student, and they would not know that because you don't think always about what time sunrise and sunset is. We're very sensitive to sunrise this week as uh, in these few weeks as it is uh, very late, and it's uh, hard to uh, – those getting earlier, it's hard to uh, put on tefillin at the uh, early minion in B'nai Asher. And thank, by the way, all um, – thank Jackie, David – all those people who are uh, backing me up in B'nai Yishurin, uh today and on Monday. I help uh, coordinate not only the Dafyom Yishir, but the early morning minion. I'm the backup Gabay, and of course the Gabay is on vacation this week. So vacation, we should have coordinated, uh, Nachum and uh, Neil should have coordinated their vacation schedule a little bit better. But either way, we're happy to help and thank uh, Jackie and David, who are the previous Gabayim, for stepping in for a couple days uh, to cover in B'nai Yishurin. Uh Thank you all for listening to the show. I appreciate it very much. And uh, let's see, we'll go next to the great, our good, and I can say this, my good friend, the great, my good friend, Chazanatan al This is Vishamru from his Art of the Cantor album. It's an Arab Shabbos edition of Jamie the AM at NachumSiegel.com.
So it basically wraps up an Erev Shabbos edition of Jamie the AM. See, I almost did it again. It's Mark Zamek, and I am sitting in for Nachum Siegel on Erev Shabbos Parsha Shmoz. 437, candlelighting in the New York, New Jersey area. 419, Jerusalem, Israel, 17 January, 20 Davies, the yard side today of the Rambam. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, and we're going to wrap up this edition of Jamie the AM as we do every single week with Journeys. It is definitely time to say good Shabbos here at NachumSiegel.com.
that song, I guess, gets us in the mood and mentally begins to prepare us for Shabbos. Thank you all for tuning in as we close out this edition of Jamie and Mark Zamek sitting in for Nachum Siegel. Naomi Nachman starting in just a couple minutes. Gila Glassberg, uh, Alex Rappaport, Sharon Matan, her guests, followed by the Arab, the Arab Shabbos show Encore, hosted by me. Thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to spending some time with you on Monday, a much more perhaps freewheeling show as the music uh, eclectedness, if that's a word, will be much more. We're going to play a lot more varied music. So stay tuned to hear some really cool stuff on Monday morning's edition of Jame the Am. I thank Nachum for letting me sit in. Thank Yoni for doing the show yesterday. Thank Matis for doing the show on Tuesday and, of course, on Sunday. And don't forget Avrami Finkelstein, who is always a great assistance to me with Saturday Night Seagull. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. I remind you, uh, I'll, so let's do it this way. This is Mark Zamek. Reminding you that no matter how long a journey may seem, every step you take brings you on closer to the end. Go out and have a fabulous Shabbos Parsha Shmos, and I will see you on Monday morning here on Jamie the AM at NachumSiegel.com. <laughs>